episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous Podcast. My name is DK Diamantes. My co-host is Bricky. He's going to be telling us all about the most ridiculous things in Warhammer 40k, although today's a little bit different, but we'll get to get into that in just a second. If you enjoyed today's podcast, head over to patreon.com slash adeptusridiculous to get lots of wonderful bonuses, uh, like access to our Discord, uh, HD posters, which I believe there's a new Sister of Silence one that just came out. It looks goddamn fantastic. I love it. Wonderful. And uh, yeah, patreon.com slash adeptusridiculous. Go check it out. HD poster. Wonderful. Uh, Bricky, uh, merch and... Book Club. Merchant Book Club. If you'd like to check out some merch, go to orchid8.com or check out the description of this video. We have tons and tons and tons of stuff. And because it is Christmas, I'm assuming it will probably not last long. So get it while you can um, because like sales always increase during Christmas time because that's mm. just the way it works. Yep. Uh, also, Book Club, we are reading Caiaphas Kane. For the Emperor, that will be soon, actually, as this month is almost over, and so it'll probably be arriving in week one of December. Ooh. Give the gift of ridiculous. Give the gift of re- That's great, DK. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. <laughs> That's great. That is great. I would love to make more merch for Christmas if, the if unfortunately, the people who run my merch aren't being absolutely swamped right now. Ah, that's true. They would be swamped right now trying to do everything for the, the holiday season. Yeah. Yes. I, next uh, year. Next year. Our, our fans are, are very generous, and they have been buying a lot of merch, and they're looking at me like this is a lot help <laughs> and this i'm like a lot please and i'm like nah bruh you you get the fuck out of here you, you lowly peasant be gone it's about the money spider it's about the money it's about the money spider man it's only about it's about the merch baby and then i and then i and then i whip out my dick and then i just like start pissing everywhere all over their parade and then i leave oh wow that uh that uh that got that got a little dark a little dark. They're 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 working to the bone. They're stressing. They're sweating. And you just come along and piss all over the workshop, and it's like, hey man, hey man, what's more luxurious than a golden shower? Literally anything. <laughs> all right, DK. <laughs> so today's topic is not a topic. Hey, uh, and you no guessing, this. no quotes. Let's go. I win. I mean, I could make you guess about oh, a quote if fuck. you'd like. No, 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 no. That's fine. Don't don't, don't stress yourself out. I wouldn't want to. Uh, I wouldn't want to put any more added uh, work on you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want you showing up and pissing all over the place. So it's, it's fine. That's good. We don't want me to go pissing again. Mm-mm. Uh, so today uh, is a pretty special day. It marks our one year anniversary. Let's go! Holy shit! I didn't think it had been a year yet. I was like, oh yeah, we've been doing this for like three months, right? It's like, no, this is it's a year anniversary. It's like, wait, what? I am shocked what? it actually has only been a year with <laughs> with the the amount of of uh popularity we've gained. Oh, that's fair too. It's yeah. so strange to see in only a year how f- like fast this podcast has skyrocketed. It's kind of yeah. surreal and kind of crazy. It is a little nuts. Um yeah, damn. It it has grown quite a bit. It, it really has between like our super generous people over on Patreon and then the discords pop in and then like, I, I mean, I know, I know you don't ever leave the house, so it's okay. But, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. 
Not nods mm-hmm. aggressively. Hey, hey, hey! I, I, I left for Thanksgiving. Oh, you did. That's right. Yeah. You were gone. Yeah. Yay! Round of applause. Yeah. That's, yeah, well, that's excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Well, let's go. Um, but you know, I, I get, I get a couple people like, oh, uh, actually, I went on vacation um, on Friday to uh, Mammoth Mountain, and I was at a Target up in Hesperia, and because, uh-huh. uh, and there was a guy at the Target, and he was like, hey, I watched that's ridiculous, and I'm like, dope. It's weird. Cool. Sick. We'll find some Peace. better content, loser. <laughs> no, please don't. Please don't. No, please don't. No, it was. Please it was. Don't. It's kind of crazy having people like in real life say they watch that stuff. He was starting a Sigmar army. It was kind of dope. Oh, hey, nice. I've I've worn out my I'm a tank uh, hoodie, um, but I guess I don't go to any places where Warhammer people hang out. I guess my local grocery store doesn't really uh, isn't really a gathering place for 40k people. So. No, normally if you want to go to a gathering place for 40k people, you go to a games workshop, you dingus. Oh, well, I don't ha- I don't think I have a games workshop near me. You absolutely do. I do? The, you live in San Diego, a major city on the on the west coast of California. You absolutely have a games workshop. It may be like 20 minutes or 15 minutes, but it's it's uh. it's there. I have to leave my house for a whole 15 to 20 minutes? No, well, we're like 40, because it's 20 to get there and then 20 back. Oh, God. <sighs> it's a good thing that you have uh, audiobooks to listen to on the way there and back. Oh, yeah, that's right. Kai Kai Caiaphas Kane, Hero of the Imperium. Right, I do. I feel like I'm going to have to eventually show you that video, like, afterwards, off, off stream, or off yeah. video, because we don't like React content. But nah. uh, I will have to, it's like a five-minute one, it's pretty great. Okay. Anyway, uh, so for today's special episode, I believe Shy has actually gathered some questions because we're doing some little Q&A stuff, talking oh. about how the podcast got started, just a little bit of a background on the podcast hey. and how it all came to be and some questions that you all had for us. Well, we want to do a couple shout outs uh, Shout for out. people who have contributed to our podcast first, of course. Uh, a big shout out to Ted Zero. Ted Zero makes all of our thumbnails. Uh, yeah. It's actually pretty great for YouTube. The simplicity uh, is is really good, but the nice colors and stuff it really mm-hmm. it really adds a lot. I don't know of a lot of other forty key people who have similar thumbnails, so it really adds a lot to our podcast. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Ted. You absolute Australian douchebag. <laughs> okay. Yes, you do. You do amazing work, Ted. You're fantastic, you douchebag. Hey, man. You know what they say? You're, you're, if, if you fall over, your friend helps you up. Your best friend and then he laughs. Kicks you back down. Yeah. Your best friend laughs at you and, and shits on your chest. Um, poster <laughs> artist for our monthly posters goes to, I don't know if I pronounced this right. Halistay. Halistay. Hey. Oh, wait. They're great. Warframe originally? Yeah, they did a lot of Warframe stuff, and then they just do kind of a lot of uh, waifu stuff. Um, they did, a, for Warframe, they did a, a female stalker, like an anime female stalker, and it was pretty great, and it was my phone wallpaper for like three years. So God, I hate you. I know. Uh, <laughs> I hate you too, buddy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Tis House the does do some really, really good stuff, I will, oh, I will admit. Oh, hell yeah. The posters are big draws, and they're fantastic. Uh, as for our animations and our logo, we have uh, Noddle. Noddle? That's what uh, I always said, Noddle. 
noddle it is. Uh, for those of you who liked our animations, I mean, the I'm a tank animation sure as shit popped off. <laughs> Legendary. Legendary. And, of course, our, our logo, our main logo, is all done by Noddle. He does a... Mm -hmm. he's, I'm not sure if it's a he or she, but they do a really, really good job at, uh, yeah. at all that stuff. Love the animations. Would like to make more. We'll figure out a, a, a time to make another one at some point later. Yeah, definitely. And uh, last but not least... Intro theme is by Sinvicta and his band. Hey, Sinvicta's dope. Sinvicta and his cool. band. Yeah, I, it's it's really cool that we were able to kind of make like a little Frankenstein is a is a derogatory term for that, but like kind of grab people from all these different kinds of areas and all put them yeah. together into one of our little our little shtick. So it's a good amalgamation of talent. Also, I would uh, I would also like to say that a lot of this credit should also go to Shy, as we oh, do yeah. not we do not handle all of this technical stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, Shy does all of that. Yep, you, she does the editing. She does the Patreon. Uh, she does the YouTube. She does she does all she she wears many hats. She uh, does all the, the technical, all yep. the technical stuff, mm -hmm. anything and everything like that. I mean, your boy here does the topics that handles the merch, and uh, DK just sits like a puppy and listens. Yep. yep, I'm 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 just here for the lulls. I'm just here for the lulls and the memes and to learn about 40k. Yep, yep. Uh, DK, do we want to hop on and off about reading questions? Do you want to read or answer or? Sure. Well, I'll I will I'll read the first question if you want. Go ahead. Uh, first question is by Shadow. What started the Adeptus Ridiculous? Was it DK, Shy, or Briggy who brought up the idea? Uh, Adeptus Ridiculous was all Shy's idea. It mm -hmm. was completely 100% Shy's baby uh, to do the Adeptus Ridiculous. Um, I, I'm i trying to remember. I know she wanted to do something in the like content creation sphere of like 40K, but she wasn't sure what she wanted to do Like when she was doing like art streams. Uh, and then she just approached me about Adeptus Ridiculous. And I was like, sure, why not? Because um, Shy literally drags me kicking and screaming to success most of the times. Like, usually if I'm off on my own, I'm just kind of sitting in obscurity. But Shy usually drags me into, like, successful projects. So it I is, had no reason to say no. It is unfortunate how accurate that can sometimes be. Thank you, Warframe <laughs> World. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Warframe. Thank you, Warhammer. Thank you, you Shy. Just, you're just chilling half the time. And Shy's like, hey, you want to Here's some money. And you're like, oh, cool. Lovely. I, I would love to partake in some of those bags of money. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, that was basically the same thing for me. Um, I'm assuming that, because, uh, I, I mean, we all met Warframe-based, mm -hmm. right? I, and I, Shy's Warframe stream, yeah. And Shy's Warframe stream. Um, I, I think I was invited to one of the art streams at some point. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, Shy made all of her very sarcastic Warframe videos, etc., um, but I think it was because you, I think we were, you were on her, her art stream and you, I think Luton was there or whatever. And you didn't know Jack all about anything Warhammer. And I had nope. just recently come out with my every factions explain video, which uh, like, oh, like popped off. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, and then she asked me, it's like, Hey, you want to teach DK what Warhammer's like? And <laughs> that was yeah, and then that was yeah. kind of the thing. It's it's very much her her brainchild, yep. and we were kind of the puzzles that fit in the. Well, puzzle. I mean, really, she's she's the only one of us with a brain. So, I mean, if it's gonna be a brainchild, it kind of has to be hers. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to yeah. keep us in line. But at the same yeah. time, it's like it's like a it's like mutually assured destruction. 
She keeps us in line, but without us, she can't do it. So there's a lot of like, it's like back and forth, just this constant amount of mad. Yep, yep. We have to be crazy. She tries to keep the crazy in check, and it's just, it's just a whirlwind of trouble. Yeah, but she always, she always downplays the fact that she's just as degenerate as we are. But she has oh, to she, act she like this, is. act like a handler, and I'm just when things get off the rails, the true side shows. If you have seen Shy's edits, I mean, they are hilarious, and they make those episodes so much more fun to watch. But she's just as much of a degenerate as we are with her SpongeBob memes and shit. I mean, come on. I mean, in the beginning, when we first started making Among Us jokes, it was she was like, oh, it's Among Us stuff. And then now it's like just the <laughs> yellow crewmate that takes the entire fucking screen. <laughs> just twerking his ass off. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know All what right. you did, Shy. You know what you did. You know, you know, you know, you know what's up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. What do we got for our next question? Uh, it says uh, by Darth Evie Chan. Okay. Evie is the best Pokemon, by the way. So okay. fucking cute. Anyway, okay. Go ahead. I always liked Vaporeon. Um, oh no! Don't don't. Did you know don't. DK? Please don't. No 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 no. I know this meme. I don't want to revisit it. Please don't make me revisit this meme. With the benefits of hindsight and experience, are there any episodes you wish you could redo? Um, most of the time, I'd have to go through our entire catalog of episodes. Maybe I'll maybe I'll go to the YouTube channel real quick and check I, it out. I gotta be honest with you, like, there's no episode that I really was like, oh man, what a blunder, what a failure. I wish I could totally redo that. Um, I mean, maybe like some of the early, early, early ones, like our first few episodes, just because at that point, like we weren't used to doing a podcast and we weren't used to doing a podcast like with each other. So they might have been a little less than what we do now, but it's not like they were disasters either. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm scrolling down and I think maybe the only one would be the Alfarious one, but only because my my mic audio, we had the audio problems. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't really count. <laughs> we lucked out on that one. Uh. Yeah, seriously. Um, I like honestly, almost all of them. I'm pretty okay with the the mm -hmm. ones that we would always get the most shit for is just if I uh, was incorrect on a fact, but that's often. I, I tend I to mean... be. It happens and it's whatever. There's um, so much stuff to remember, too. It's like, you forgot this one name and this one battle that, you know, this one name and one battle of, like, 60 pages of, of lore, and it's like, oh, sorry. like yeah, yeah, it's the fact that I can't do everything without it taking 14 hours. Yeah, that um, too. I can't really think of anything in particular. Per perhaps maybe... No, I think I was fair enough in the Craft Worlds episode. Elf people just suck. Um, yeah, fuck those elves. Yeah, right? fuck, fuck elves. All right, yeah. no, 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 no. I actually, I think we were okay on that episode. I, I don't, yeah. I don't have a particular one. No, I, I'm thinking I'm pretty. Uh, I, I can't. I gonna have to re-watch it to truly know. Yeah, I nothing comes to mind as like, oh my god, we really fucked that thing up. Oh my god, I'm, it's, they've all been super fun. So. I... So, Spiker Wolf five eight nine six. Are there any episodes that you'd want to make a part two or continuation for? Ooh, ooh. Um, I mean, I think we might. Well, I, I think we want to do like Death Guard again. Oh, because, sure. Just because Death Guard is uh, like we did Death Guard one, but not Death Guard two. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Yeah. I would love a continuation on the Tau 
actually. And, well, I don't know, maybe not, well, I guess they're Tau, but I, w- I want more on the, the far side Enclave and the eight. Okay, that works. I can work with that. Yeah, I, w- I want my anime boys. Uh, I know you said they are absolutely atrociously trash on the tabletop, but lore-wise, they sound like a bunch of badass anime mech fighters, and I'm here for it. Oh, I, I don't give a shit if they're trash or not on the tabletop. That's just the way it be. Um, it's like <laughs> ah, it just be like that. Yeah, it just be like that. It's it's whatever. But um, overall, I think the one I would want to do a part two the most to is the Silent King episode. Ooh, I like Necrons. I like because oh, we did the Silent King as like our second episode ever, and I like the Silent King as a character so much that I would enjoy revisiting that in its own right. Um, hell, it, to an extent, uh, so I've actually, along with Kai Kai Kaivas Kane, I have actually started reading, uh, the Twice Dead King, the new Necron oh, book. Oh, how's that? Uh, very good. Um, Ooh. I don't know if it'll quite be Infinite Divine level, but I think it's because it's not quite as much of a comedy. Right, it's a lot more serious. I'm almost curious about, instead of doing a book club, just doing an episode on the damn, the, the guy. It's, it's really interesting. Okay. Um, so well, maybe are you are you thinking that we'll be doing twice dead king for the book club too or are you just reading it on your own because you're just like fuck it everybody keeps telling me to read it i'm reading it on my own because i want to read it and if we do it for the book club i'll read it again cool because i was cool. gonna say like please let us do that one for the book club everybody's asking for it okay that would be, be a dope one. Oh hell um, yeah yeah no i mean part twos uh besides you know fleshing out some of the other legions we've done prior uh and then uh, maybe maybe if they give us more Alpha Legion stuff, we can we can get a little bit more specific on those. But nah, that's I'm feeling pretty I'm feeling pretty good so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, like I'll always want to make more sisters stuff. And uh, actually, I you know a follow up to the custodians. That's one I would like to do. Actually, yeah. Okay. And it's good timing because um, White Panther Gaming. What was your favorite moment so far in the podcasts? Ooh, I I know the answer to this one, but you go first. Favorite moment, like every week is a new favorite moment, though is the problem. Like, cause we go so off the rails. Um, I mean, it's hard not to say the I'm a tank story. It's really like I know we made it into an animation. It's a it's a it's a popular animation. It's a popular shirt. But that story is so fucking stupid, and it's so great, and I, yeah, I I mean I think I'm a tank. I'm I'm actually that you mentioned that I'm tied. I'm tied between uh, Macho Man Randy Savage Commissar <laughs> in the walls because that just went that went so off the rails. So off the rails. Poor shy having to edit that together. <laughs> um, I also think that I would put a, a pretty good. A spot for the Alpha Legion moment when I lied to you and then just oh, stayed silent. Right, you son of a bitch. That was, that was right pretty for- good. <laughs> I thought you were actually going to end the episode on that when you did. I genuinely was like, if, if this is a short episode and you're ending it just so the next episode gets more traction, I will hurt somebody. Um, but yeah, that's... Uh, that, oof, you motherfucker. That one uh- <laughs> or Macho Man Randy Savage, one of those. Mm-hmm. Those are all good moments. I will I will second all of those. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, okay. So next up is who by Who Noob. Which topic was the most surprising and or fun to research? And which topic was the most disappointing 
and or boring to research. Uh, I can I can list the boring one actually very easily. Uh, Horus. Oh, Horus was boring. Horus has no backstory. Like, well, I we don't know. True. We don't know what Horus did on the the planet that he came from. We don't know his like his childhood. It's all lost to time or whatever. Right. It's it's really bare bones, and I think that's the whole point because he's the good boy and he needs to. Yeah. Blah blah well, blah. And the thing with Horus is like it doesn't really matter what his past was. Like it was probably a fairly bog standard whatever past. What matters is when you know he starts thinking about turning traitor and you know <coughs> heresying. Her- yeah, that's the more interesting thing. Yeah, um, he probably had a very normal whatever past that just doesn't matter. Like even if they wrote about it, it'd probably be very bog standard. Who gives a shit? Yeah, he grew up and he went to the school and nothing happened, and then he went on to fame and who cares. Yeah, um, yeah, that, that's that's pretty up there in terms of in terms of uh, boring. As far as things that I really liked, it's tied between two. Uh, mm-hmm. It's between the World Eaters and the Night Lords. Um, oh. So if you remember the original Night Lords episode, is the reason I got into the Night Lords <laughs> to begin with. It's um, true. Because someone was like, "Hey, let's do a CSM Legion," and I'm like, ah, "Okay, why not?" And I'll. And then we picked Night Lords because I didn't know anything about them. I'm like, wait a minute, these guys are fucking dope. If I recall right, you were actually you you were thinking it wasn't gonna be that great, and like you were gonna, ah, oh, yeah, Night Lords, they're just uh, the most terroristy terrorists that ever terroristed. Eh. And then the episode started, and you're like, these guys are so fucking cool. I mean, and... they are the most terroristy people that ever terroristed, but they're also super cool. Yeah, that is true. They are. But yeah, I, I remember you being very, very shocked at that. I I, um, I thought that Conrad Kurz was just super edgy emo Batman, and he is, but he also <laughs> has a lot more. I, I love the I'm a, I'm a big fan of Slavic stuff, Slavic media, and so there's a lot oh. more of that than I expected. Um, but also Angron. I unironically uh, yeah. just thought Angron was big angry man. Um, oh, he's so much more, yeah. He's so much more. I I am shocked that he probably takes the the crown for most depressing backstory of all the Primarchs. Yeah, he had a rough go of it. Um, ooh, yeah, Angron. Mm, he mm. he did had a, had a really bad time. It's like born a slave, forced to shit. Oh wait, no, <laughs> born to shit, forced to wipe. <laughs> Born to shit, forced to wipe. Ooh, um, yeah, he, yeah. And then M saves only him, not his comrades. He has to watch all of his best friends die, and then oh, now you have to serve me. And it's like, oh. And if you're angry, like you just ha- you're just in pain consistently. And if you're not, like, and if you're not angry, then you're in more pain. Yeah. And it's slowly killing you. And and every time anyone wants to be your friend, you beat the shit out of them. And then he. Goes and leaves to a random jungle planet to kill himself, and it's just like, holy shit. Yeah, and then doesn't his, like, uh, lieutenant have to come by and be like, hey, stop being such a little bitch, bitch. And yeah, that's, like, that's hey. our boy, that's our boy Karn. Lol, oh, yeah, Karn! Said Lol, Karn the Betrayer. Lamau. Flex on them fools. Um, I remember being the most surprised at Pritcherabo. Um, I, yeah, uh, yeah. I, because I just thought he was, like, sure. Petulant man child, mm-hmm, yep. Uh, but he's a badass. He's a bad man. Like, I, he'll I, fuck shit up. I, yeah, I was only a little impressed with Percherabo. Mm-hmm. I was kind of impressed that it 
confirm my suspicions of him being a total incel. <laughs> Uh, but I was also impressed to the the volume of strength he provided at the same time. It was, yeah. I don't know, it was kind of nice to have a character who's just so petulant. And, and that, and like, <laughs> I don't know, when you have these demigod-like figures, it's cool to have a Primarch that does stupid human things. Like yeah. being mad at stupid stuff and mm-hmm. whining. He, he almost killed our uh, illiterate baby boy, though. Uh, yes, I almost uh, a literate baby boar. Well, maybe he shouldn't have been like, <laughs> dare you attack my next demonic fortress? Even I don't know how to get out of this one. I bet you won't. I bet you won't. And then he does. And then he kills like 80% of his legion. Yeah. Imperial Fist almost got Imperial Fisted. Imagine that just the, that level of a flex. That's that's hardcore, like, because the Imperial Fist is no joke. As much as as much as I lull on Dorn, I actually think he's super dope. Uh, his armor is super cool, and he's he's no joke. Like he'll, he, that's a big deal. Man, wait until we talk the Imperial Fist. Jesus, wait until we talk about the Phalanx. This fucking crazy shit, man. All right, uh, Shy, you are up next. Yeah, Shy. What's the next question? Jesus, oh Lord, uh, drying pan for the trio. What was your first exposure to TTRPGs or Warhammer? Oh boy, I do not have a ton of experience with tabletop RPGs. Um, I never really had a group that wanted to play them. So legit, my first exposure to Warhammer was uh, hosting Shy's art streams, her painting some Warhammer minis, and then the chat being like, Oi, have you ever heard of orcs? They're fucking crazy. And yeah. And then I was like, hey, orcs are crazy. I want to learn more. That's that's me. That's pretty that's fair. It. Um, that's it. I played Dawn of War a bit in high school, um, but I didn't really know much about 40K. And uh, it wasn't until... Well, I, I sorry, I knew about 40K because I played the Space Marine third-person shooter. And I read like a book or two when I was very young, like 13 or so. But I wasn't Ooh. hard into it or the tabletop until my manager at Dairy Queen. Uh, <laughs> shout out to my boy Jacob. He, uh, <laughs> I think I've told a story a few times, but basically yeah. he's just... I asked him about, hey, like, what's all this Warhammer stuff at the tabletop and all this thing? And then he went to the back and wrote down every faction on the whiteboard and said, we have an eight-hour shift. We're starting with the Space Marines. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, fucking God. <laughs> This is going to take a while. Let's go. Damn. And, and that's how I got into the tabletop there. Um, right. For Shy, she says, uh, my first exposure was via Total Biscuit. Rest his soul, of course. Indeed. Um, he loved 40K, and he talked about it a lot on his YouTube and podcast. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Next thing I know, I'm reading 40K Wiki for 10 hours straight. That Wiki is a drug. Damn. You, you would really, you don't have to deal with a DK, but that Wiki is a drug. <laughs> The Pain Man, more so to Bricky, but in all of your time playing tabletop, what was the dumbest move you've seen somebody do that actually ended great for them? Ooh, that's a very interesting uh, situation there. Yeah, something um, dumb that uh, worked in their favor. The dumbest move that actually ended great for them. You, you know, it, it might have been... You know, it might have been when I fought my buddy Demeki. Um, it oh. wasn't necessarily a dumb move, but it was very early in our gameplay. Uh-huh. Uh, I may have told the story once or twice, but he, I was playing Imperial Guard. He was playing Tau. 
Like this is during eighth edition. And I had two Valkyries and I dropped a whole bunch of scions filled with hotshots, plasma, and melta. And I and I did a lot of damage like in the in the drop. But then he moved a bunch of his like riptides and, and crisis suits really close to me to get good like angles and shots off. But huh. Because of his distance, uh, I could have got within Melta range and and really done the hurt. And I didn't think he had the firepower to actually kill me because Tal he, at the time he just didn't. Um, yeah. And then what he did was he shot a Valkyrie, and I and I rolled a six for it to explode, and Ooh. I used a reroll and I got a six again, and Ooh. it blew up and it took out a good like half of all of my scions. And then he shot the other Valkyrie, and I rolled a six for it to explode. Oh! And it took out the other entire section. And I think by the end of that shooting phase, I had maybe two Scions left. He took out, I think, 600 points with explosions of crash and burn Valkyries. And I was just oh. sat sitting there like, fuck. Jesus. Of all the times to roll, like, triple sixes. It's definitely not as much of a uh, bad... Uh, like it's not really him doing anything dumb. Uh, maybe he, his movement was poor at the time, but honestly, it's it's more of that. It's more of like a oh my god, my role. What the hell? Yeah, I was gonna say, don't Tao want to kind of stay back? Generally, and, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, so I don't I, think this is really early on in our gameplay, so I think oh, okay. we're all still learning a little bit more. Gotcha. I was gonna say like that. Not having not played the tabletop, just hearing yeah, he moved his Tao closer. I was like, wait, what? And, yeah. yeah, it's it's definitely more of the... It's the fact that Melta guns are short range, but the shorter the range, or if the closer you are, the more damage they do. So it's like, a, ooh, right, right. you're really close. I'm going to hurt you bad if you don't kill me. Yep. And I don't think you're going to kill me. Oh, he killed me. Damn. Tau suits are really cool, though. They are dope. I want I want to get me some crises suits and stuff. Um, Episodes you are dreading the most slash most excited for from Stealth Ninja 3. Well, DK, what episode are you most excited for? You have a topic? Oh, I mean, I would be remiss if I didn't say I was most excited about the Thousand Suns episode. Or like the Magnus episode. Or like an Aryman episode, right? Because Thousand Suns are my boys. Um, aside from that, uh, Raven Guard. I think the Raven Guard looks super cool. I know nothing about them except uh, various memes about uh, Cor Corvax, Cor Corvus? Cor Corvus Corax. That one. Um, I just think their armor looks cool. They got that kind of like raven beak helmet, um, and their jetpacks are really cool. So I want to see if they're as cool as their armor or not. Fair enough. Um, I must say, DK, you are part of the problem. Huh? Um, what? Be because your favorite thing you're looking forward to is two separate Space Marine Legions. Mm, well, at least they're not Ultramarine. Fair. All right. right. <laughs> Completely fair. Um, I'm, I'm dreading a little bit on doing the Thousand Suns episode, I won't lie. I just, I actually don't know very much about them, and I'm scared of doing them improper justice because I feel like, similarly to the Elf fans, the there's a contingent of people who legitimately believe that Magnus did do nothing wrong. He didn't. Yeah, he yeah. did nothing wrong. There are, but, you, You're you right. Know, you know the the line between irony and you know stranger than fiction, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. We'll see how it goes. Even even as a thousand suns fan, knowing what happened, it's like yeah. I mean, 
Emps is a bad dad, but there are definitely steps Magnus could have taken to ensure that he did not fuck up too. Yes. Um, by Cavert P. Is there anything you regret including in an episode, a lore mistake or a dumb joke? Um, I am, I didn't realize Angron was who Angron was. I thought he was Angry Boy, and I said he was Angry Boy often. Uh, and that was completely fucking wrong. And so a couple times I did that, and I'm like, oh, shit. Damn it. You know, I think it's gotten to the point where I genuinely regret saying that Rogotorn was illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gotten to that point because um, the more, more the more and more I find out about Dorn, the more and more I like him. And it's going to be really weird for me to be like, hey, yeah, guys, my favorite Primark is Dorn. But didn't you say he was an illiterate idiot? Yeah, I sure hey, did. Hey, A man, lot. <laughs> it should be it should be praised with changing your mind because people on the Internet don't do that. That's fair. That's fair. They just stick to their stupid guns. Mm-hmm. Because changing your mind is apparently not okay online. And to me, I certainly changed my mind on a couple factions, no doubt. Oh, yeah. It's okay to change your mind. It's okay to have, you know, your opinion change as you learn more. I guess I'm, that's also a taboo on the internet, learning. I must admit, I, f I feel like... I truly feel like the uh, newer 40k, like 40k players jump into the hobby and they're like, ooh, cool blue ultramarines or like, oh, or no. guard or, or guard or something. And yeah. then, and then the, the more middle tier 40k fans are like, I really like playing the white scars or the salamanders or yada yada mm -hmm. kind of thing. And then I feel like all the really dead die hard 40k fans are like, yeah, chaos has it right. Man, the Imperium <laughs> sucks. <laughs> If you're going to get into 40k, though, uh, it's okay to start with Ultramarines. They might get a lot of heat from people like me that think they're boring, stupid, and don't deserve the time of day. But as long as you get into the hobby, that's all that matters. Have fun. I've seen a lot more veteran players with CSM than, than most other things. I don't see a lot of new players playing Chaos. I see a lot, a lot, a lot of, like, veteran boys. Like, I, I don't think I've ever seen a person playing Word Bearers over 35. <laughs> okay. All it's right. a fact. Uh, Legozilla wants to know, what's your favorite 40k book so far? Oh, um... I wish I could just jumble the Night Lords trilogy into one. I know, right? I, I probably would do the same. Um, uh, what was the last Night Lords book called? Void Stalker. I might go with Void Stalker. Void Stalker at the end made me feel a certain kind of way, uh, with uh, the betrayal. Ah, um, yes, yes. Yeah. The completely, completely on brand, but <laughs> it was, still but you, painful. You don't expect Night Lord brothers to do that to each other when they're so tight-knit and it's just like... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Argh! DK, wait, you got the... Did you not read the fucking book? They fucking hate each other. <sighs> That's true. But they, but they always, like, fought side by side and it just... No, no they, they it, literally it, it, would would scrounge their armor off their buddies and, and yeah, steal their they, shit. Sure, but it's not like they killed each other and then well i guess they kind of do i don't know it just it felt really bad i i mm. 
it felt bad because of the situation with the his mental state and all that yeah. stuff. That's don't, don't pretend like night lords are nice to each other. Tell us how to kill like four people over that fucking sword. That's true. He did. He did. Blood Reaver. They kill like an entire other squad. But he he finally came back from like you know instead of being like kind of yeah we we don't we don't want to we don't want to spoil it if people uh, haven't read it yet. But I guess but I it just, agree. It was such a heartbreaker and it's just oh. Fuck yourself. The Infinite of the Divine is also like up there. I, I think those two are kind of like tied because I always have a special place for Infinite and the Divine, our first one, and you know Trazen's wacky antics with Orican. I, I think we're actually on the exact same page. I mean, I would pick Blood Reaver as my favorite of the of the trilogy because mm-hmm. that's when you get uh, Maruk and you get that <laughs> you get that scene with young Talos and his mom, which is just oh, fucking heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah that is oh. It's also when you get introduced to Variel and Lucorifus and yada yada. Yes, yes. I know it's, that's not Lucorifus, but yeah. Every time I hear like a rap, yes, 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 yes. Wonderful. Um, and then I probably tie that with it. Well, okay, my favorite book is it's the it's the trilogy, it's Night Lord's trilogy, absolutely. Sure. Um, but right after that, I would agree, Infinite Divine. Yep. Um, no, I think Infinite Divine, despite being our first book, it does actually it is unironically a top five 40k book. I think it's incredibly good. Oh, yeah. Um, it, I think it just it, lags a little bit in the middle, in my opinion. But besides that, it's really great. Yeah. Even if you don't know anything about the Necrons, I feel like they give you enough that it doesn't really matter if you don't have any background info. It's probably the best introduction to the Necrons. Yeah. Um, it might take you a little bit to understand certain things, like what an immortal is and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. understanding Necron uh, personality, culture, politics, how they fight... Uh, Adeptus Predicted started with the premise of a 40k fanatic teaching a complete newbie about the universe. Over time, DK is going to become more and more versed with it until one day he's as deep in as Bricky. Do you think when that day comes, Adeptus Ridiculous won't have the same feel? Uh, you're going off of the assumption that I'm going to learn. Duh. So, <laughs> I don't know that it's ever going to get to that point, honestly. I don't think it's ever going to get to the point where... Ricky's like, hey, guess what we're doing today, DK? And I guess it perfectly, and I know everything that he's going to talk about, and it's all going to be like hunky-dory. I, I genuinely don't think it will ever get to that point. And if it does, I don't know. Like, I, just, I, I think that, that so long as you aren't reading stuff on your own, we can instead infer on, like, ideas. But, like, you, I've taught you about a pretty large amount of Space Marine Legions and things like that, and even so... You know, if I make a Salamanders episode, you'll be like, oh, is this the part when when Vulcan gets tortured by Conrad? And I'll be like, yes. And then I'll go into more detail. But that's, yeah, it's not like, you know, it, it happens, but you don't know maybe specifics. And Exactly. Yeah. And, and honestly, uh, if that does happen, it'll probably be like four years. And, and by then, who knows what the podcast will be like? I mean, I probably take more than four years because there's su- there's such a large backlog of 40K stuff. That honestly, it would take like it would take like a decade. It, it honestly would, and there's also the new stuff that keeps coming out. Mm. Also, with new codexes, they change things sometimes, and yeah. and also it's like we might talk about orcs again in like two years oh, yeah. just for the sake of it, and like because they're fun. Yeah, who doesn't want an orc episode? <laughs> who, you know, who cares? And we all know I don't do any outside reading. I won't even watch. Uh, um, I won't even watch uh, 40k YouTube videos in fear of like getting spoiled on something. So there is no risk that I am going to somehow overshoot Bricky in Warhammer knowledge. That is not a danger that any of us are worried about. 
Also, Shai says that she wrote down 260 plus topics. We've only covered 62 so far. Uh, okay. So if you do that by <laughs> if you do that math wise, we got a little bit. We, we were one out of four years down, a little over four <laughs> years down. So and even then, I mean, this episode more stuff's gonna own, come out. Yeah, and this episode in its own right is like its own week. So mm-hmm. we got time. Yeah, we've 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 got a little time. Uh, from Florida Catachan, <laughs> man went wild. Wow, <laughs> love it. Great name. <laughs> Uh, Bricky, what was your horror movie idea with the Arco Flagellant? You never mentioned it in the Sisters episode. You only briefly mentioned it in the Custodian one. Oh, um, I had this concept where it's like an imperial world, like a, maybe not a hive world, but it's just some kind of world. And they get invaded by whatever, it's chaos cultists, who, who cares? Yeah. Um, and then the Sisters of Battle come and they, they deal with the problem and then they leave. Uh, but the, you follows around like manufacturing workers. So you can kind of have like the 40k aspect in there where they kind of pray and they do all that kind of stuff. But you're really just following around blue collar factory workers, not on like a hive world. So their life isn't as shit, a little bit more of like a normal life. Mm -hmm. Uh, But one of the Arco flagellants that the sisters used survived and is off its programming Um, or in a sense is on its programming. And so it's like wandering the giant factory. And, and, you know, these factory workers just kind of turn a corner and then there's like a guy there just minced into ribbons. Uh, like, and you're like, oh, my God, what the hell's going on? And then this thing is is kind of drooling and, and you can hear like the, the the quiet sounds of the Imperial sermons being played into its eyes. And it's just oh. kind of like crawling and, and twitching through the uh, through the halls. And so I thought we can use that as like a. As a classic horror movie, we're trapped in we're trapped inside the factory. We got to get With out. The monster, yeah, yeah, and it's because I've always said the best way to do anything 40k is to do a normal fucking story and then just give it the 40k coat of paint. Um, uh-huh, Ar- yeah. Arcane of League did the exact same thing. Arcane is a really I love Arcane, but it's it's a very generic story about, uh, you know, people in poverty, people who are rich, the in-between, bond of sisters, you know, the separation. Mm -hmm. It's very generic. It's good because it's it's like a regular story, but with that lead coat of paint and they it looks good and the animation is good and blah, blah, blah. Um, I feel so, so sorry for anyone that watched Arcane and was like, man, now I really feel like playing League. And then they play League and it's like, oh, no. Oh, this is no. <laughs> oh no, this is terrible. Oh god, my life is ba- Oh god. Um That's why we yeah. play Legends of Runeterra. Hey. Hey. Or Ruin King if you like RPGs. Or okay. Ruin King. Yeah. All right, you're up DK. Nikyle, what is currently not canon that you wish would be considered canon? Uh I I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know if you know anything that isn't canon. <laughs> I was gonna say this isn't really a question for me, is it? Uh, shit. I don't know. Not canon. Uh, I think the Alanius Pia story might be more of like a folklore legend, but I guess maybe that one. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, there are things that are canon that I wish weren't canon. Yeah. Um, but I think the original Alanius PS story probably is the thing that isn't canon that I would like to have stayed canon. Um, yeah. Magnus doing yeah. nothing wrong uh, is not canon, but it should be. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> 
I, that's I, all I, I got, man. What do you want from me? I mean, if I had to choose things that I don't want to be canon, uh, Perturabo being a demon primarch is fucking stupid. And um, mm, yeah, the whole yeah. idea of a perpetual, I think, is dumb. Oh, yeah. Waiting, Vulcan waiting on his respawn timer. Yeah. yeah. I, I liked dumb. the idea that Vulcan just survived horrible injuries because he's just a big-ass dude and he's just really tough. Uh, as opposed to he literally can't die. Yeah, that sort of cheapens it a little bit. That sort of cheapens his strength a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's, it sounds upsetting. way more impressive. Because when you see Vulcan, that's that's a big dude. That's a big, strong dude. And so it makes sense that he'd be able to survive these nigh-unsurvivable things because he's a fucking titan, basically. Um, so yeah, it kind of cheapens. It's like, oh no, it's just because he's immortal. It's fine. Don't worry. He'll respawn later. Chief Librarian Dumbass. What a name. <laughs> uh, how does it feel to have people watch you and love you? Weird. It's a new sensation. I'm used to people watching me and thinking I'm stupid. Although... They still do that, DK. Well, that's They true. watch us, love us, and think we're stupid. But at least they enjoy my stupidity now. I guess. <laughs> that's the difference. People are enjoying content that I'm a part of. It feels lovely. I'm never, I never fully get used to it. Um, like I go, I, I, I'm, I'm definitely a lot more of the YouTuber than mm -hmm. I think the two of you are in terms of like, definitely what I do and stuff. Um, but like I, like I've been to a lot of conventions. I've been to Comic Cons and Paxes and all that stuff. And uh, you know, I'll go to a Games Workshop store and, and you know, I, I get recognized here and there either from my YouTube stuff or from the Warhammer stuff and. I don't know. It never. I've never gotten used to it. It's always weird. Sorry, weird is not the right word because weird makes it sound like the other person's problem. If, if if you recognize any of us in real life, well, you won't recognize shy. But if you recognize me or DK in mm -hmm. real life, I, I think I speak for both of us when I say it's totally okay for you to come up to us and say hi. Um, oh God, yeah. Some people get too nervous to take a picture, but they want to, and like, go ahead, please. I'm mm -hmm. like totally fine. I've signed stuff before, like. Go ahead, like I, I'm so so okay with that, but I never get this feeling of like massive pride when it happens. I'm just kind yeah. of like, oh, that was a cool experience. That guy was nice, and then I just kind of leave. You know, the uh, the only time I've been noticed uh, was was at uh, Warframe's Tenocon. That's it. Um, and it's weird. It's weird, but it's 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 like a good weird because you go in and you're like, ah, nobody's gonna like notice me. Or like, you know, care that I'm there because I'm I'm just some doof doing like YouTube videos. And then when someone does notice you, it's like, what? Yeah, this doesn't make any sense. It's great though, and please please do say hello. But yeah, it's just it's 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 weird. It's one of those situations where it's not weird because we don't like having a, a fan talk to us. It's weird because we're just not used to it. Yeah. Definitely. And I don't think I'll ever will get used to it. And if I do get used to it, then I think I'm out of touch. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, did Did you have to make? Have you made up a specific like bricky signature? Because when I was at like uh, Tenocon, they had us do like a a little sit down uh, signing session for like an I, autograph I do, table. I do have a bricky signature. Yes. And I gotta be honest with you, I was like, oh, dude, nobody's gonna show up. Like, we're a bunch of Warframe content. Who the fuck is gonna want my signature? Nobody. Didn't even think about it. It's a giant line shows up, and I have to come up with a DK Diamante signature on the spot, and it's this really stupid fucking thing, but now I have to keep it because that's what I've signed a bunch of shit as. Um, so, yeah, I... I, 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 I made sure when I did a Bricky signature to make it short 
because if I had to, if I ever got really big, then I had to sign a lot, and I did not want to have to have a long signature. Oh, that's 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 good. That's what sports people do when they have to like sign uh, cards and uh, mm-hmm. merch. That's that's wow. That's next level thinking. Well done. I'm, I'm not I'm not a sports person, but Shy also says if you see someone in masks and the goggles silently approaching you, it's not me, and you should run. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's good advice. It is. Mm. Um, if you were a Warhammer model, what would your stat profile, weapon, and special abilities be from TV Burp? Uh, I think it's a little difficult for you to answer because you don't know (laughs) stats or profiles or anything. I was going to say, uh, so yeah, Bricky, what would you be? Uh, you know, you would be, you would be a Chaos Familiar. Uh, it's, it's, it's normally like a little, a little funky doodad that sorcerers <laughs> use to help cast psychic powers better. So oh, you'd thanks, be like running I up guess. next to Armin and, and like just be shouting obscenities at the enemy. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> that's totally, that's okay. I'm, I'm in now. I was picturing like this little goblin troll that just sits around and like, you know, they, they, they leech power from, him. but yeah, if I'm just a little, little, uh, familiar that's just squaring at the enemies, let's go. All right. For me, I, I'd be like a transcendent Gatan in the sense of like the Gatan that's kind of there and he's like in the air, but I'm just going to just make his head like four times as big. <laughs> and then like, and, and instead of having his normal abilities, just have this like blinding forehead minus one to hit. <laughs> You're really leaning into it. Aren't you? I got to do that. It's, you know, you got to got a blinding forehead aura. <laughs> It's I I I literally just imagined a mini with your head times four that's just floating in the air like a hot air balloon. That, that's, that's exactly what I wanted to be like. I mean I mean you could do that or you could make me like a guardsman that hits on sixes. You pick or pick one. Yeah, you definitely no. You, there's no way you're gonna be a guardsman. You've got to be like the hot air balloon. Head. Now that you've put that out into the ether, like you can't you can't take that back. I, okay. Internet, fan All right, fine. Art time. I, can, I can be I can be hot air balloon head, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. but uh, but I get reroll hits against Eldar because fuck them. Deal. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> That's perfect. That's so perfect. Oh my god. Um, yeah. I, All I right. will definitely be the little trolley that's uh, shouting obscenities at people. Love it. Uh, Zesterite Ardvarkus. Oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> are you guys planning on discussing, war- discussing Warhammer video games, similarly to your book clubs? Um, No plans on it, but at the same time, I, I don't see any problem with us playing, like, the third-person Space Marine game and just kind of talking about it or Dawn of War. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Or, um, uh, 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 shit, what is it? Dark Hammer? No. Um, Dark Tide. Dark, oh, we will so do close. Dark Tide. We will do yeah. Dark Tide stuff. Yeah, if you thought we weren't going to play Dark Tide, y'all crazy. We're totally going to play that. Uh, will there ever be an episode that's just full of small things that, while interesting, don't have enough lore or info on them for a full episode, like the missing Primarchs, as an example from Z Hellas? I I have to believe there will be an episode of just, like, sort of small things that singularly they wouldn't have enough for an episode, but all together would make a great little sort of compendium of stuff. I I assume the same as uh, most likely that, um, well, I mean, like, like the thing we did with the other Xenos races, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think that's a solid problem. That's a tap the sign moment. Well, that's a little bit of a tap the side. That's moment. that's kind of a tap, kinda, but uh, a little more specific. Than, mm-hmm. yeah. I yeah, I, that's pretty good. 
Um, also, the last question is a very this is a, this is a good final question <laughs> by Gurp. Is Shia holding Bricky and DK hostage? By Gurp. <laughs> if you if if she you know she can edit the videos, so I don't even think you'll get the right answer that you want. Uh huh. It's uh. I mean, no, she's not holding us hostage. Certainly not. I think the only hostage scenario is we have no idea how she's gonna edit them, so we're kind of at her mercy in terms of how dumb she really wants to make us look. But usually, it's pretty fucking funny. So I mean, we're 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 at her her the mercy of her edits, and therefore, I believe that is as close to a hostage situation as you can get. Yeah, that's that's why we we try to you know any chance we get we'll like kind of stick it to shy because you know you know because you know you know you know one one good turn deserves another I don't know I don't know oh my god it's- shy has a gun <laughs> the drawing of shy has a gun it's fine she doesn't even have proper gun etiquette you don't. She's put flipping you off. That's the point. Yeah, but, but you don't put your finger on the trigger unless you're ready to fire. And what, is she going to fire straight up in the air? Ridiculous. That's Adeptus where, that's, ridiculous. That's where my head is, way up in the air. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're floating up there. You Hell fucking... yeah, transcendent Catan. <laughs> I'm going to use time's arrow. <laughs> and I'm just swearing in the background. Love it. Antimatter meteor. Ugh, I'm, just ima- I'm just imagining Aramin. Like floating on his disc, and you're like, like sitting on the front of his disc, just like screaming. <laughs> and, and I love it. Like you're like, you can, hear, you can hear like a little whine as you're like, as he like flies past, like, Jesus, Jesus. Oh my god. All right. Well, that was a that was a fun little fun little episode. Yeah. Some questions, talking about some stuff. Happy yeah. one year, DK and Shy. Happy one year. God, it doesn't feel like it's been a year of this. You're right. It feels like it's been two. Eat ass, dude. I, I've been, <laughs> I, I, I will, I will eat as much ass as is, as is needed. Freaky's like, come on, man. I'm like an Ouroboros with eating my own ass, bro. An Ouroboros? Yeah, it's the snake that's eating its own tail. Oh. It's called Neroboros. Oh, oh. Or Ouroboros? Oh, well, in that case, eat ass, you fucking... (laughs) In that case, eat ass, you Ouroboros motherfucker. Eat my entire ass. Aurora Borealis. (laughs) Aurora Borealis, indeed. See, that's that that one. See, I have culture. At this part of the podcast, in this time of day, localized entirely within my ass. (laughs) 